right, Sean. Here it is, the first ever two mic minimum car cast. We right now we, we are, are coming to you live from Sullivan Street in Greenwich Village in my car <laughs> because it's hard to find a quiet place to record. Yeah, that uh, is convenient for everybody that's involved with this podcast. Yeah, it's funny because we were originally supposed to record in like. A podcast studio, but then yeah. scheduling, this as always, scheduling us over. Error. It's the hardest again. part of this whole thing is just arranging people's time and efforts and everything. Usually we arrange people's times and we arrange them so beautifully, then one person topples over this beautiful schedule I make. And I'm yeah. like, well, here we go. As usual. It was actually two instances. Two, two instances. It a was little, you. little of my fault. Yeah, it was you. Well, yeah. not my fault. I did the right thing. <laughs> right? No, no. You yeah, went to there, there was a, there there was a, you know family family stuff with me, and uh, you know other than that, then just some scheduling stuff. So. Right, right. So that's why we're here for you live from this car cast. People are passing us by on the streets and the bicycle. New York City is bustling. Yeah, it's for the hustling holidays. and bustling. It we're is close to Christmas now. <laughs> Everyone yeah. uh, is feeling that holiday joy and cheer. <laughs> some people. <laughs> some people. Some people. Some are. people are. I was getting my Christmas tree today and my god i made me hate capitalism so much just waiting in that long line of cars to get to one store and then having to go through mobs of people just to get a tree in the back i'm like oh yes cool the christmas spirits i'm feeling it very i'm feeling it very warmly now but it's all worth it to see that beautiful smile on everyone's face on christmas day yeah no one no one in my household is below the age of 12 well so it's you like know, we're all we're all jaded and shit no yeah, one no one cares in my family but we don't but we don't we don't even lament about our, our, <laughs> our, our issues any, any longer at the top of this because we have a great guest today, Peter. Yes, we do have a guest. We have we finally have a guest again. Uh, it's only been two or three episodes. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. We have a new guest. Um, we're very happy to have him. He is the host of the podcast Ninety Day Fiance. I won my podcast. Uh, he also performs all over New York City. Miguel Massino, thank you so much for being here. Yo, welcome to the pod. Thank you. Th- welcome to the car cast. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, guys. We're like, we I both, love. <laughs> we both turned to look at yeah. him in the back yeah. seat. <laughs> I know. There's, there's <laughs> no, I don't have podcasts in my car now. There's no great way to look at everybody. Like, it's no. Just, I know. It, it's you just, guys turn around at the same time, and for a second, did. I we thought, are... like, I did something wrong. I was like, oh, <laughs> like, why did you're I? You're in trouble, mister. <laughs> I thought so. Yeah, uh, you, you probably thought to yourself, oh, wait, this is why I'm afraid of white people. <laughs> just, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, this, is, this yeah. is sad. You're like, hey, can you meet us here and then come into my car real quick? <laughs> I thought, honestly, I, I'm just glad I sat in the back because I watched too many, like, mobster movies where I'm like, don't sit in the passenger seat yeah, yeah, <laughs> when Peter, somebody sits behind you. So. Peter will pull out the gun and shoot you is how is how that would end normally. Yeah, yeah. I, I did realize like this is how all racist kidnappings start. Oh, yeah, yeah, just no, like, like this was honestly the setup. Of, this was the opening of Get Out. Like that's that is a hundred percent what just happened. Yeah, I uh, I've been privileged to like travel uh, all over the country and uh, mainly the South to do comedy. And uh, I've been to like a bunch of bars of the shows in the South. And and the, the scariest thing to hear is a white guy going. Oh, my God. Go, all right. That, oh, yeah. That means uh, that means uh, that means I got to go. It does sound like a race riot's about that, to yeah. happen. It means He's that like, this gentleman is going to his car and bringing out some sort of weapon. Yeah. You know, the mystery is what the weapon will be. It sounds like he organized like uh, all the white people are going to purge. Yeah. Kind so. of thing. Like, Ugh. You know, little doggies. Yeah. yeah as no, soon as I, I hear something like that, I'm like, check, please. Uh, I got to go. <laughs> Got to go. Yeah, yeah, that is a uh, scary. That is a scary white sound that I never thought about. Woo-hoo. But when you contextualize yeah. it for yeah. me, it was like, yeah, no, it, it makes me immediately uncomfortable. <laughs> like this guy is not up to any good. 
<laughs> but uh, I got to say thank you for having me on. Uh, yeah. I know it was a little late, and we were supposed to do it in my house. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. I got a, uh, um, I got a, a hosting gig. You got a hosting gig at uh, the Lantern. You guys were very kind to oh, accommodate. Oh, yeah, no, we are, we accommodate. This crazy schedule. We are so. willing to accommodate for pretty much anything. Yeah, we, <laughs> we're so <laughs> flexible. We do whatever we have to, really. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like we're like the the U.S. post office, <laughs> you know, through. Rain, sleet, or snow. <laughs> yeah. We, we we deliver. No matter what. We deliver, we deliver in, our, in Sean Barry's car. In our pocket. <laughs> Listen, we've yet to miss an episode. That is true. No, we're on such a good streak, and we're really Perfect. We're really yeah, proud about keep that. Keep it up, guys. Keep we're really it up. proud about that. But There's so, no way we make it a year, but other than that. No, we're going to be fine. We're, <laughs> we're, gonna at, be fine. we're at the halfway just be, point. Just, yeah, just pretend this is like alcoholism. Just take it one day at a time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like at least alcoholism, there's some joy. No, it's like, <laughs> I, do, I do believe we're on the upper echelon of podcasts around this area i really do you know <laughs> yeah i do i do at least of the westchester rockland duchess county podcast we're definitely in the top 10 no nah, even even new york scene i'm confident enough new york we, scene. We, we traveled for this podcast we kind of have a theme going we, yeah, we, I, I was gonna say like it's very this. much like comedy where you have to yeah. find your own voice and it yeah. sounds like you guys are on your way to finding your own voice because you have your own uh idea of a podcast like you said yeah, so yeah we, have, we have something uh, going that's on really cool. yeah basically you know we want to if you're just joining us for the first time mm -hmm. what we want like to do on two mic minimum is like we kind of like to talk about like really funny stories and niche areas of comedy we also like to interview comedians in uh, who either perform in very niche areas in the country or niche areas basically, in new york city we find transplants who've come to new york from throughout the country and the yeah. world and we talk to them about their comedy experiences right. and what their likes and dislikes and we find the similarities and differences and you know i find we can bring it all yeah you know, we're, all, i think we can bring each other together man that's the might thing. not be the <laughs> best podcast in new york but it's the wokest <laughs> we're yeah we are the westchester woke boys. Um, but it, we were the Westchester Wolf Boys. The Westchester Wolf Boys. I love that. I that love was our that. original moniker at the beginning of yeah, our show. Yeah, yeah. Someone, someone who Dave Namery, enemy of this podcast. Enemy don't, the pod. don't ever see him perform live at all. Never. Don't ever go to his, any of his shows. <laughs> he uh, he accused us of being uh, woke boys. The branded us, coined us the Westchester Woke Boys, which used to be my Instagram handle for the longest time, just because I thought it was so funny. I was gonna say if this was like two thousands, like early two thousands. That would be my screen name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's a funny. <laughs> I, I do like it, Westchester Woke Boy, but yeah. no, I, I changed it eventually. But uh, the reason why we have um, Miguel, the reason why we had him on the podcast is because, uh, you know, you might have listened to Marcavelli's episode. Marcavelli, great photographer, great, great comedian. Guest, uh, great, uh, very fun podcast. By the way, I'm just going to shout out, like, follow him, Marcavelli, with two L's and an I, 45 on Instagram, because he's doing photo shoots again for comedians and actors, if you guys want your headshots. Oh, actually, I have a funny story about that. So Aaron, Aaron wants to get a head, uh, <laughs> a friend of ours, wants to get a headshot from him, so I told him his Instagram. But the thing is, he spells it, actually, no, so he spells it with two I's. Yes. Sorry, he spells it with two I's, but it's so common for people to put in two L's, so... Aaron put in Marcavelli45 with two L's. It, it led to this Instagram page that has no followers. <laughs> All there are two pictures. It has two pictures of just Percocets and oh, drugs. That's awesome. Trying to get pills <laughs> and a phone Sets number. And drugs. Should we call the phone number on the it's pod? It's literally, I mean, I'm down. I mean, if you go to his house, he's probably got him too oh definitely, oh, de definitely. i mean it's, yeah, he's stacked, totally illegal Pills but. business for any info contact 
Five four three eight zero one. I mean, in no fairness, that is Marco's number. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it, photography business is not booming. Is so. that, is yeah. that his Finsta? Account? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's his Finsta. His selling purpose it didn't change anything. Kick. Yeah, but the reason why we want to have Miguel on is because Miguel, uh, you are very active in the Spanish speaking scene yes. in New York City, which yeah. is. Um, I think is a very interesting thing to talk about. You've also performed in Mexico. Mexico, too. yeah. Um, but before we get into that, I think the first thing we always want to ask your guests is like, what made you get into comedy first in the first place? Uh, there is, uh, okay, that's a good question. Uh, and I always <laughs> blame this one girl. Her name yeah. is uh, Cecilia <laughs> yeah. Vidalis. In, Cecilia, yeah. you're <laughs> breaking my heart. You we can't sing anymore. We're gonna sue. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. we're gonna get a DMCA <laughs> yeah. claim. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so uh, Cecilia Vidal is. Uh, I met her in first grade in kindergarten, and we were in the same class uh, all through kindergarten and middle school. So we were in the same class in the same classroom for like you know nine years until sixth grade. And uh, in second grade, I remember I, I made her laugh or something like that, and she said, "You should be a comedian." And that kind of just like stuck with me, right? Fast forward to like a couple years later, well, not a couple years later, but like to my 20s, like mid 20s, uh, I was going through, a, I, I went through a bad breakup, like really bad breakup, uh, like everybody else. And uh, and uh, even that girl told me, it's like, you should, you should try stand-up comedy. So one day on my birthday, I decided that I was going to try out stand-up comedy. So I did. I went over there. I got shit faced because obviously we're all hilarious when we're drunk. Oh, make obviously. you so much better. And um, always start comedy drunk. Yeah, of course. So uh, I was supposed to do five minutes, and uh, I did three, maybe three minutes, and I was like just sweating in there. I was just like, "What am I gonna do? I don't have any more material. I have nothing." And then uh, I got off, and uh, I was like, "This is amazing," and I can't wait to do it next week. <laughs> so I did. Caught, yeah, caught there's the always there is always a thrill, even if you bomb horribly, because it's just like I think the thrill comes from like, wow, people are like paying attention to what I had to say on stage. Well, there was nobody <laughs> there. The bartender was like, <laughs> yeah, what, what, what? Because the place that I that I started out was uh, was called SOTP. SOTP. Speed of Thought Players. It was like an improv slash comedy comedy club or whatever. Uh, and, where, uh, where is this? Is in uh, North Attleboro, Massachusetts. So um, they had a huge stop sign, but instead of saying stop, obviously I said SOTP. So the, one of my joke was one of my jokes that I started with. I was like, "Well, look at look at the signs, it's SOTP." And hey, you know me. And, and I thought yeah, I should have said that. I would have been funnier. I was like, uh, "And uh, I, I'm dyslexic, so I thought I said stop." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And the bartender just is like, mm, "All right." <laughs> all right it was a joke oh. even the hose went outside to smoke a cigarette and i'm just performing from like the bartender another comedian who's looking at his notes and just chairs the amount of bartenders who have heard so many comics bomb in the world who are just ha- who are there because they have to be there and just like clean the dish while they're hearing the dick joke gotta, in the background yeah, you gotta tip them more man <laughs> yeah they're like yeah. Tip was, your bartenders more yeah. at your mic Listen, i was I love just thinking about that like all the uh the waitresses that brings you to drinks like those are the per- uh, the people that you really want to impress when you tell no. them no, I, yes. agree. I agree completely. So they heard so much comedy. I agree mm-hmm. completely. Like, that yeah. They actually have an ear for it like, without nothing, knowing it. There's nothing more satisfying than like making people who work at the venue laugh. Like, mm-hmm. Our waitress, we were at the lantern. She just did not care for us. No. <laughs> we just looked, she took like one look at us like, no, not these guys. Nope, not today. <laughs> she, she was just like, you're going to get food and you're going to get out of here. That, 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 she clearly had that attitude. And I'm like, that, that's fair. Do you work here? If you work at a comedy club every single day, you're like, fuck, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> Every day, yeah. yeah. 
I've never seen people like, oh, that's the first time I heard that. It's not. Yeah. And then, and then if God forbid she walks in while comics on stage, the guy's like, yeah, check out the hottie. I've heard oh, that before. And it's fuck like, that. Yeah, exactly. Nothing, like, nothing uh, is worse, though, than like bombing, like when like the cute waitress or bartender is like working. Because for some reason, you feel you you feel more like a failure. The alpha yeah. male <laughs> in you comes yeah. out. You're like, her, ah. it, just, it just comes out to You're get like, hurt. You're like, at least this person's making money. I'm not making money and I'm just sucking. And they look at you and they're like, <laughs> I made five bucks. Yeah. 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 But still, way more more. Um, Oh. Way more more uh, money than we would oh, yeah. make. Yeah, so, no, yeah. No, we, we make zero. They make. I do yeah. think. I do. You think make some five. I'm at a drink ticket. I do think some of my fondest memories is like knowing that the guy at the back of the bar is laughing and knowing that he's listening to me. That's. I think that is cool. <laughs> One time, uh, this is at uh, Antanes in uh, downtown Boston. Uh, a drunk guy that was like clearly a union worker uh, with a thick, thick. Boston accent uh, called my friend the N word. <laughs> he mm. is black, but he's black from Cambridge, so he's not that uh. tough. <laughs> so he just went along with it. He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> sir. Uh, yeah, so you think that? No, that's cool, man. You, yeah, that's cool." I was like, "Trend, if you don't fuck this guy yeah, up, you have to beat the shit out of him. Like that's <laughs> like I'm not going to because yeah. I'm a pussy. But like, if you don't do it, you gotta fuck these Saudis up. <laughs> just there's literally all oh, you was- Americans are so silly." <laughs> It was just my <laughs> my my my. That's not that's not proper yeah, at all. Oh, it was so funny. Uh, but yeah, it, just one of those shows, you know, that happens in Boston. Um, but anyways, I'll 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 rail it back in. Uh, I know you guys want to talk about the Spanish. No, nah, we, we, we well, yeah, we I keep mean, this, we kind of like to keep this loose. We're we're professionals. We're, we're gonna get okay. to it without well, any, yeah, any I mean, direct like segues. If that's, if that's the end of your your time, your beginnings, your origin story. I mean, yeah, no, it was very yeah. simple. Like I said, right, it was right. just like I was going through something like really rough. But I remember like her saying like, "Oh, you should try stand up comedy." And then I had like that that voice from that little girl in second grade saying, you're really funny, you should be a comedian. And like those two voices just kind of like pushed me to just really get up there. And like I said, it was my birthday and I was like, I'm gonna give myself this as a present. Like this is my present to myself. Misery and, and anxiety it's gonna and be an, it's, alcoholism and drug addict. It's gonna be an anti-present for everyone else. Yeah. No one's gonna <laughs> wanna listen to me. So this is my present yeah. to me, uh, to annoy the world. A lot of people do stand up for the first time on their birthdays or New Year's. Those are like, I gotta do it. You know? yeah. I saw on Dave Namery's story that there was like some guy who performed at Levity because he lost his uh, fantasy league. Yes, I was there for that too. That was terrible. I'm personally against I've that. I've seen those a million times. I'm personally against that just because I feel like people who do that, like they kind of like contribute to this idea that stand up is like a lesser art form. Like it, yeah. they, it contributes to this idea of just be like, oh, well, let's yeah. have the guy yeah. because go up because, and- because stand up comedy is the only thing where you don't need to like learn anything for the most part like it's like like you don't have to like we don't have to learn like an no, instrument no, one, no one's ever to lose their fantasy thing and like all right you need to learn how to do beethoven's fourth like, yeah, yeah like the, you need to do yeah. you need to like do poetry or you need to like play the guitar and open mic he's always like go up and like make a fool of yourself like every other comedian <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not but wrong, like, the funny but... thing is that they'll go on they'll go on their life to say Oh yeah, I'm a comedian. Yeah, no, you're like no, 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 no. You got my favorite. But here's the thing, though. Like the next time I see that happen, like I, I'm going to pray that that guy crushes it on stage. I'm going to pray that that guy crushes it and just actually 
becomes more successful than his oh, friends. I've, yeah, I've seen it happen. They made him like he has this gigantic career. It's supposed to, yeah, it's supposed to be a joke on him for the guys in the audience, but I want them to be embarrassed. I want it to backfire on them for them trying to I've like. I've seen fucking something like that happen. Like the person that becomes yeah. successful, but they definitely had the, the the best set of the night. Yeah, and, yeah. and you just like you just go outside and just like start chain smoking, and then come back and just start fucking. Well, it's chain a, drinking. It's I guess. that thing of like when they bring all the people and they're only there for them. You like, know. Hey, yo, so I was talking to Steven the other day. Like, oh fuck yeah, I know Steven. Wow. Yeah. Steven's God. hilarious. Yo, Steve's a douche, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and you and like I'll be in the bag like doesn't even a punchline. Yeah. Like, like I'm angry. There's no I'm joke like, there. This guy's a riot. Yeah. Uh, says so his mom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we should do is we should next year we should form a all stand up comic fantasy football league and whoever loses it has to go to med, <laughs> has to go to med school and get a and become a doctor. That, that's 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 what it should be. That's your punishment. That's a your career. Punishment. You have to go. Get a, yeah. You have to get a real job. <laughs> But every time you take a test, like all the comics are going to be in yeah, the room with the you room and heckling like, you. No, this, you know, it'd be hilarious. This guy thinks his ligaments are our bones. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I know. <laughs> you know, so it'd be hilarious funny. if, uh, if like any of us, uh, like as comedians, like win a fantasy league and be like, Phew. sorry, I had to win it because like I bombed so hard out of like my three friends and like I had to win a fantasy league. <laughs> like, yeah. That's my punishment. That's to win a fantasy league, you fucking losers. Yeah. Does, is anyone? Okay, here's the thing about fantasy for me. Is anyone doing well in their league? Somebody I never, must be. I never, exactly. <laughs> I, I never, never hang out with, yeah, no, you're right. I've I never n- met someone who's like, yeah. yeah exactly. It's always yeah. people being like, man, I'm getting crushed. I only hear people talking Freaking about Mahomes. getting crushed. Yeah. yeah. People getting crushed. I never hear someone who's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm in a very comfortable place with my fantasy league. It's always just like, nah, my, I'm getting killed, man. Yeah. My friend's in the semifinals, but yeah. he's like, it's not looking good. I'm like, people take it so seriously. Yeah. I just like I, I I believe I think the people who are doing well in their fantasy leagues are myths. I don't think they mm-hmm. exist. I mm-hmm. think just everyone's I won it one doing. Time. Really? Yeah. I won. Yeah. I beat my friend Steve. Nice. Yeah. And he's like, you don't even know anything about football. I'm like, no, but I get fucked up. That's why I made it <laughs> here so many times. Like, yeah. I'll hang out at the bar with you from like twelve till eight. But right. You know. Yeah, but 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 so anyway, uh, yeah, I guess we can get into uh, the oh meats, sure, yeah, the yeah, meats we get into the, the meat, meat of the podcast. Why you listeners sure. tuned yes. in? Sure. So yeah, so when so you moved to New York uh, when again? It's July. 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 So mm-hmm. relatively new, roughly okay. six mm-hmm. months. Yeah, okay, yeah. and then from there you've been performing in English. And you've been performing in Spanish. Yeah, so give us like a uh, we'd like a rundown of like kind of like the scene in New York now. That's yeah. where the shows are only being done in Spanish. Uh, I believe the main show right now is at Los Feliz. The it's, El Barrio uh, show, Yeah, right? it's a really, really nice show. They pack it up really nice and it, it's really cool because you get to see people from literally all over the world. Well, mainly the Spanish-speaking world. <laughs> yeah. You know, so like mainly all Latin America. There's a couple people that came from Spain before and uh, it's, it's, re- it's a really nice uh, supportive scene too and I believe that it just started last year yeah. okay so we're catching in the uh, the very very beginning of of it that's kind of cool to begin to be kind of get on the ground floor and establish yourself yeah. there because you got, obviously you can you know kind of make a name for yourself because I know oh fuck I was on a show with this guy but he was on HBO Latino mm-hmm. uh, and he, he got like a whole special out of it too I mean yeah. he's doing it in Spanish I can't think of his name gonna Alex me. Um, yes thank you Alex uh, I can picture him Carvano Carvano Alex, like Car- 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 oh, fuck. I, 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 don't, I don't know him personally I yeah. met him I saw him walk by me once 
Yeah. Uh, I know he is one of the uh, co-owners of the V-Spot, which is also one of the great places where you can go practice Spanish, uh, comedy in Spanish. The V-Spot? The V-Spot, yeah. It's a vegan restaurant. Yes, Alex, okay. Alex Carabano. Yes, Alex Carabano. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, says, yeah, it's a vegan restaurant. I did a show with him. Very funny guy. St. Mark's like, Comedy Club. It's a really, really nice place. It's just like perfect for And that's comedy. a show at V-Spot? Well, it's uh, it's an open mic. That's what oh, we go it's, practice. It's an open mic, yeah. Like, oh, so, uh, it's, so it's a Spanish-only open mic. Yes. Okay, cool. So it's, cool, like, cool, it's cool. a workout yeah. room, you know? All right, yeah, yeah. That makes it. I mean, yeah, you kind of want that. You yeah. need like a place to workshop the room, you know, your material for a show. Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, yeah, you know, do, when you well, deal thing, with like the- The thing is like, I didn't do it in Spanish before. Like I did it once a year for a week. So mm-hmm. it was like, it wasn't any, like it wasn't like anything that I wanted to work like on, you know what I mean? So once I moved here, I was like, oh, there's actually shows for it. And there's actually a mic where I can work out. So this is perfect. But before it was just kind of like a, oh, I just, I did it. I'm doing it, you know? But like now it's like, oh, now I kind of have to do it because- there's actually like a goal to be on the shows to get your face out there. So it's it's I'm doing it more often. That's what I'm trying to say. I was gonna say when you're doing that, is it your same material and you're just translating into Spanish, or now that you you, know, you just speak Spanish, is it just you change up for that material? Or that's a really that good question. Thank you. I'm glad I asked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what I'm doing, motherfucker. Yeah. What a, what a, what a, what a handsome you, a question by me. <laughs> Thank the show, you, the show's pro. mainly just me complimenting myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, no, it it is. Uh, some of them I do translate. Some of them uh, I uh, I have to make it up as I go, or sometimes I just like I have to work on it because uh, when you translate, it's not exactly. It doesn't have the same rhythm. It doesn't have the same uh, effect when you hit a punchline. So it's it has to be different every time. And uh, here's the thing, like um, like I saw this in Mexico, and Mexico is. Uh, Comedy right now in Mexico is like comedy in Boston in the 80s, where there's just like fucking killers walking around. Every show you go to is just like laugh, 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 laugh. And literally everything they said is just a laugh. They had me rolling because they're so good. And the scene is just getting better and better and better. And that was like a couple of years ago. Now the scene is just progressively getting better. And I'm hoping that that happens here in New York especially here. Yeah. Like, it has to happen here, too. Right. And so, are there only, and to your knowledge, are there only two rooms to do comedy in Spanish, like V-Spot and Los Feliz? I believe so, as of right now. Okay. But like, like I said, consistently. It's, uh, but consistently, yeah. yes. Yeah, because yeah. I think, like, I think Andrew Schultz did a set in Spanish. I believe so as well. Venue. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, He has it on his YouTube. I don't know where that was, but it might, I don't think it might, I think it was, was like in, a, I think it was in, like, South, Southwest America somewhere, though. If I remember correctly. Oh, okay. I tried yeah, I think to start. Right. I think it was in L.A. He did. Oh, it, maybe. okay. Never mind. Somewhere, really someone is like. I thought it was in New York because, yeah. like, he always does. Well, he's, he's a New York guy. Yeah, he's a New York yeah. guy. I know L.A. But, yeah. has a lot of uh, has a very large uh, Spanish. Yeah, Spanish I mean, population. It would be, it's probably much bigger in L.A. just because of the the Spanish yeah. population. Yeah, population. Like, like, yeah, because I know a lot of comics from Mexico City that used to travel to L.A. And then they will try to go to uh, come here, but they're like, well, there's no rooms for us to work. So they're just, they'll have to do it in English, but like, it's not as effective as in Spanish. Cause when you're in your own language, it's like, it's almost like, like you're in the ocean and you're like, you know how you move slower? Yeah. That's well, like, like that's what it move, feels like when you... you're doing comedy in like a second language. Mm-hmm. And then you come out to like the surface and you go into the land and you can move faster and like run and like that's how it feels when you're doing it in your native language yes so uh, it's so spanish is your original language yes okay 
I was just checking on that. <laughs> You're like, I was yeah. like, I don't think we. Have, uh, I don't know. My brain's dumb. I was just, I'm like, yeah. I was like, you know, who knows? I don't know. But like, well, some people. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Lately. We don't know. We just met this person today. We did. Yeah. We literally, <laughs> literally met twenty minutes ago. And I'm like, that is true. Here's a fun fact. 90% of the time you're talking to somebody on Instagram, it's Peter. Like, oh, Peter yeah. just tells it's me always... where to show up and when, and then I'm like, it's always... how this goes. <laughs> I come in very cold, and then I walk I am the, place the host up. and, like, the secretary of this podcast. <laughs> I'm like, I... like, I'm literally trying to, like, put in, like, cover letters or job applications now, being like, I do so much fucking scheduling for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> But, you know, I get pinned in a fucking appointment. <laughs> he's the he's like the scheduler. I'm the heavy lifter. Yeah, and also and also our schedule. You know, as you know, our schedule changes all the time because like one guest will be like, ah, sorry, uh-uh. sorry it's yeah. like all right, well, now we got to rearrange. Like, we want to get on the podcast, and then like they, you mess them like, hey, when are you free? And you don't hear back from them for a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> no, that Jesus, no. Too. But uh, yeah, yeah, this car cast is very. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> we might as well just make every podcast a fucking car cast. It'd be easier that way. It'll probably it's not be the easier. Worst it's a it's a little uncomfortable. It's an idea. But it's, not, it's a tiny it's, bit uncomfortable. It's not. It, it's a. It's we should be, all sit it's better next time. Let's all sit in the back and just squeeze against each other. <laughs> just fucking. Like, oh, so how's everybody squeeze. doing? Yeah. No, I, I, I like the I like the idea. Like when we have Marcus on, who's going to be next? I, yeah. I want to do the same thing where we just turn. turn, we turn we'll turn the same. We'll face dead forward the yeah. whole time. And then also just, not a white guy, yeah. so he's going to be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I'm fucking dying tonight." <laughs> yeah. So so okay. So yeah, there's the V spot, which is the mic, and Los Feliz, and and. Yeah, no, I, I definitely got that sense when we talked to Mark Mark Like Mark mm-hmm. always talked about, like in English, it's like you have to do that translation mm-hmm. in your head sometimes. Yeah. Well, so that's kind of like you know, I think like what I love stand up the most when I can tell it's really coming from the heart. Mm-hmm. It's like coming from like the emotion is like it, it connected to the words. And yeah. I feel like when you do it in another language it's hard to you, you kind of have to do an extra layer of connecting yeah <laughs> almost which yeah, would, like, yeah, would make it like hard if i'm literally if i got like so whatever scenario i get booked to do a spanish show yeah it's gonna be me for about a month straight uh translating all my jokes into spanish and then just trying to memorize it being like yo es grande that <laughs> <laughs> was funny though yeah if you, i if you. i <laughs> If I had the willpower, I would love to do a Spanish show, but I'd have Listen, to learn more fa- Spanish than I know. Right, right, I guess I failed Spanish twice in yeah. high school. <laughs> I, did, I'm not, I pass it with a C minus. C minus, and you, that's your native language. Yeah. See, that's, that's I mean, that, not makes uncommon, me, that makes though. me feel better. I, had, I knew I knew people people in my high school when I took Spanish, like people who like knew it as a language, they didn't give a shit at all. Yeah, it was mainly just like it's like, oh, I'm sleeping. Yeah, yeah it's like, like oh. you just you just chill out. You're like, oh, fuck, do these packets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, my high school Spanish this. teacher was so goddamn hot. Like she was like, yeah. Just, just the hottest woman. Yeah, she was twenty four and I was fifteen. And she was just like, she ruined you, Sean. She, she, she did. ruined like, you. I wish. Oh, I wish I took a picture of her to explain to people how. <laughs> There's no way any heterosexual young boy could pay attention in that class. Mm-hmm. Just, you just couldn't. Like, I was watching her the whole time, but I wasn't listening. <laughs> you should have been like, how do you say ass? Uh, I it's mean, like most, um, it's like the most sass. man problem ever. Like, my teacher was so hot, I couldn't pay attention with this giant boner in my face. But it is, though. <laughs> you're hard. Have you ever been hard for 40 minutes straight? A church, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? You're like, I can't take care of it. No. And it won't go away. Go to the bathroom and just. And rub one out? Yeah. yeah that's called assault, brother. I mean, no, I don't think it is. You're not allowed to jerk off in school. No, you're not, but 
you know, I don't know why I'm trying You're to give. Yeah, to I don't know why I'm crack, trying to give your past high it. school self advice on how to do better <laughs> in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So anyway, um, so how many how many shows have you done in Spanish so far? Um, now that you've been here, three, I believe three. Yeah, because they're monthly. So I didn't really know about them because I wasn't like exploring as much. I was just trying to get into like you know, the clubs here. And then I found out that they do it in Spanish because somebody told me, it's like, yo, do you speak Spanish? Right? I'm like, yeah. It's like, oh, there's this open mic in Spanish on Sundays. You should check it out. So I did. And uh, the first time I did, it didn't happen. Then I came back the following week because I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> why not put that, myself that, through that, that's that again? That's the universal language is hatred of yourself. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, why not do it again? So I did it again and, uh, and it happened and it was, it was really good. It felt like, I felt like I was in. It was in my first year of of comedy again because I was just like, oh, right. well, uh, well, the other day I was walking on. Yeah, it just went back to that. So the more I did it, the more comfortable I got. The more I was able to to talk again because again, I, I don't use my Spanish a lot. I mean, I didn't when I was in Boston. Yeah, until like I got here. Now every time I'm here. I'm like, excuse me, can I get some chicken? They're like, ¿qué quieres? Ahorita te doy lo. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> shit, you speak Spanish? Like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. But like, I never, I, I'm, that's new to me because I, yeah, I yeah. over there we don't have that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I've been using Spanish a lot more often. And I'm getting a lot more, uh, I wouldn't say comfortable, but like, uh, I'm using it more often, so it's starting to become second nature again. Yes. Again. So, okay. So. Would you say you're more comfortable performing in English or Spanish as of now? Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I would say English. Okay. Right now. Right. That, I guess but, that would make sense. But it's uh, but it's easier if I get stuck somewhere in English. I have to like think. If I get stuck in Spanish, I right. just go. Right. Yeah. Because so, you can just like because I can just say something and they'll be like, "Oh, it's cool. It's whatever." Like they'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to like if I say something in English, they're like, did he pronounce that right? Is he, what is he doing? What is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but I, I'm definitely a little more comfortable uh, doing it in English right now. Would you find that when you're doing it, like you prefer like, just like for like cultural references to your jokes, you prefer having that Spanish time more? Does it helps like identify more with yourself, like, uh, like protecting yourself out to people by doing it in Spanish or yeah, is it just the same in English? Uh, it's a little bit different in uh, Spanish because in Spanish I can like I can think about like let's just say like I have a memory when I was a little kid I can bring it back in like Spanish like instantly yeah compared to like English I can bring it back but then I have to throw it into the translator in my head and translate and see like what words I can find so people can understand what I'm trying to and get what get what you're talking about yeah Yeah. so yeah because wording in my opinion is so important in comedy and like absolutely yeah can really make or break a joke um, it's interesting that you said like English as of now, but I guess it would make sense because like in in Spanish you know all the rhythms of that language so mm-hmm. well, and like you know I I personally like I I really like comedians who use language really well. Mm-hmm. Like if a comedian makes like a very smart philosophical point with yeah. like very nuanced words, I'm like I fucking that's good. That's a good line. So what what's like a joke in Spanish that you can't do in English? Uh, there's one joke that I have about uh. This uh, talk show host, but she's uh, from uh, from Peru. Okay. And okay. Yeah. But you see, right away, yeah. I have to like explain. Ameri- Ameri- it. Explaining the. But if I'm like, if I'm what's to do it in Spanish, I'd be like, I was watching Loud in America the other day. Uh, yeah. Like, mm. I get it. 
Yeah, yeah it makes sense. White people don't believe in Peru, so they wouldn't. I think they believe in Peru. I think they believe in Peru. Their entire concept of Peru is that there's a place called Peru. <laughs> I want to start a yoga class at Machu Picchu and charge like ten thousand dollars because I'm one hundred percent sure people will pay for it. Oh, well, if you were like if you sold like micro targeted white people oh, who yeah, are yeah. vegans, if you like, yeah, climb to the top of Machu Picchu and get a spherical journey where we hand you this. This herbal essence that only grown up here. You just hand them some lettuce, and then, and then, and then that it's only eighteen thousand dollars, and you'll become one with the spirits. The spirits of the you, you can tell make, them, you can make a fortune. Tell you them can make to, a, that's a billion dollar idea. Like, tell is, them, that, is that what you're saying, Miguel? I'm like, yeah, something like that. Sheila, <laughs> just give me your money. Tell them yeah. you're doing. Tell them they're doing Incan yoga, even though that's not Incan a thing. Yoga. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 something. Like, oh, this, yeah. is, this is what the Incans used to do before. They used to cut off the Aztecs' heads. <laughs> <laughs> you can charge you can charge so much money but yeah so there's this there's this host in in mm-hmm. game show host in peru mm-hmm. that we don't know about yeah and 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 what's it'd like, like it's like it'd be like us be like talking about ryan seacrest well yeah, the yeah. one thing is like she has this thing where she like introduces somebody she's like uh she like welcomes the person the uh like kind of like jerry springer when he's like all right let's bring him out yeah but instead of saying let's bring him out she'd be like let's bring this motherfucker out <laughs> so but she said it says in such a tone that it's it's just it's hilarious so that's like part of the jokes like i was watching right. it and she's like que pasa el desgraciado? and everybody's like, ah, and people get it because it's hilarious because it's like a staple in 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 Latin American culture, right? That yeah. shows it's a cultural so, like, you thing. get it, and yeah, the yeah. more like when you imitate it, it's it's funny. But like I said, it works in Spanish when you try to 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 present it to the English crowd. It doesn't. Well, no, because the they, well, they don't. They're not. They don't have that. Frame they don't understand it. Yeah, exactly. They don't that have the culture, frame. so like it wouldn't uh, apply at all. I was gonna say though, like uh, just culturally like what you're saying like did you have a lot of spanish comedian influences that have helped inform like your comedic stylings not really um i will say in like i came here in 2001 and one of my favorite shows to watch uh well one of my favorite networks to watch was comedy central so it was like comedy central nickelodeon and um tnt yeah tnt as whatever channel raw was on yeah, it's, that was I used to watch in UPN. So I used yeah. to watch SmackDown, Raw, like whatever Nickelodeon cartoons, and then I would watch Comedy Central because I just thought that they were funny. Yeah. So uh, I would say my biggest influence in comedy would probably be like Greg Giraldo, Patrice, and Robert Kelly. Yeah. Not so much like Spanish comics. I don't really, I'm, I don't find them, even though they were this kind of like the same kind of prototype of comic i don't know like i don't it's it's different i don't really yeah no, you're it's just, you're just yeah, with them. that's cool though. like you don't need like i i kind of hate when people like put you into the bubble even though i asked yeah. the question i was just yeah. you know mm-hmm. it was a good question i'm okay uh he's <laughs> like I'm, uh, it's but a like, good no, question. like i think it's like what question. you think is funny is funny you know like it's always really interesting like i know maybe like there were some you know some people from that speak a different language do stand up they're like oh yeah. i followed them and like kind of got me into it yeah so no, I, I mean like, my yeah. my grandmother used to like this guy his name is um uh jorge falcon and he used to make like faces and like that was his thing and like but he they would tell like street jokes almost they would write them up they would make them their own but like they would that was like their thing they were street jokes so they were a different type like in, in mexico actually this is funny because in mexico you're not a comedian you're a stand-up pedal you do stand-up 
comedian stand tells up. jokes. Stand ups. What what's the what is pero? This doesn't para mean stand dog. Up pero. No, no, stand up pero. Pero. Okay. So it's like stand up pero. So you're you're you That's do stand up. That's the title. Yeah, you do, okay. So you do stand up. Yeah. So okay, I see. Stand up pero's talk Us about learning. their life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're learning, Sean. We're learning. Is this is this <laughs> Rosetta Stone for comedians? This yeah. is this is Rosetta Stone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there is. Stand up pero. All right, next word. Hack. Um <laughs> <laughs> I've been called that in every language. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so stand up pedos, and they told me this, they told me the difference is like stand up pedos tell stories about their life and tell jokes about themselves, not so much just jokes, joke, jokes like comedians do. So, right. Yeah. It's, right. Uh, so yeah. that's like, that's, that's like kind of like a big staple of that. And is that like the dominant type of uh, stand up performer? Yeah. Uh, just stand like a up. performer who like kind of like tells. Like it's like a story-based mm -hmm. comedian about their life. Yeah, yeah it's, it's that's, just stand-up, you know. Yeah, but they call them stand-up, stand-up pedos instead of saying, you know. Yeah, yeah. Stand-up comedy mm -hmm. is like the proper word, I guess. Right. <laughs> or the proper <laughs> words for it. Stand-up yeah. comedian. Stand-up comedian, comic, uh -huh. whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So going back to the the shows at uh, Los Feliz, so you've done three of them so far. Yes. Uh, how much of an audience do you get at those shows? How much what? How much of uh, how much uh, of an audience do you get at the like show? How big of an audience? Big audience. House. It's, really? it's really nice. Like, uh -huh. again, it's very supportive and everybody that shows up, it's like you always have a good set no matter who you are. It's so nice. Because everyone's just willing to... Because everybody's like, this yeah. is new. We don't know what's happening here. Yeah, I mean, but it must be an exciting were, event It is exciting, exactly, because so it's new. To, it's yeah. new. So you're out there and you have this like goofy stories. Like It could be like really corny, but as long as they, they, they'll, they'll hear them, they'll get it, and they'll laugh. Mm -hmm. It's almost like it's almost like too easy sometimes, but <laughs> I, I no, I've I've like seen that before, or I've done that it's before, nice. where I'm just like, th those are always a show where I'm like, I gotta like pull out some like risky shit. I want to see what you guys are willing to <laughs> willing to follow me along with. Well, that's the difference. Yeah. See, that's the difference because like I don't I don't really do any like 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 uh, what I call my god ethnic jokes or like right, right, right. like i don't really have that many like oh look at me i'm a latino guy living in the world i'm like <laughs> yeah. my kind of jokes is like guys my mom is dead and uh here's uh, an abortion joke and <laughs> let's see how it goes in spanish it doesn't go that well by the way <laughs> it doesn't go. no i don't think it would what is, uh, what's, what's spanish for abortion uh abortion <laughs> Abortion. Abortion. So okay. it's uh, with a C. I yeah. Imagine so I somebody called yeah. this podcast abortion. and abortion. So we got, uh, <laughs> yeah, there we go. We got two words, stand up pero and abortion. <laughs> These are the important ones for us to know. <laughs> Those are going to yes, be the hashtags. I do stand, uh, yes, I'm a stand up pero and yes, you will need an abortion. <laughs> Uh, so that's, uh, so by how many can you fit in there? Like, what's like, is it a small room or a big room? Like, how many can you I fit would in there? say the well, the basement room, they I've done it there in the big room and the little room. The little room you can fit, it's kind of like a lounge, you can fit probably about maybe 15, 20 people packed. And the other one, you can definitely fit about 30. Oh, that's that's great, man. But it's really nice, dude. It's it's a really mm -hmm. nice room, and um, there's really you can't do wrong in there, unless mm -hmm. you really, unless really you really suck. Yeah. And is there are there like certain types of jokes that like the that audience responds to more warmly than others? Like what's like the what Mostly, are like very I, prime I, topics that are the most uh, the topic that I've seen the most has been touched on is like crowd work. Like where are you from? Oh, okay. So it's oh, you're from Argentina. You talk like this. Oh, uh, I from? see. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you you guys do this. We oh South America. Oh yeah, Brazil. Oh Brazil. They 
it's just like it's like that. That's like the main thing. Okay, that so I've seen. it's a lot of audience so a lot interaction, of like, a, lot a lot of roasting of cultures, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very. That's what I've seen. Laying into people. Okay. Well, <laughs> That's I, like cool. that. I do yeah, find yeah. I find a lot of uh, you know mm-hmm. at least at least when like I've been done like for like uh, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for here. Like crowds that come foreigners. That's the word. Like when like people come like do shows and here. If I have a, had a crowd in the city, they they like to be talked to more than like just hearing something. Mm. In my experience, you guys want some of this? Uh, yeah. I mean, I have to drive in a little bit, but it's fine. You know. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> we, uh, Miguel was nice Miguel enough, was nice enough to, to uh, give us some Johnny Walker. Re- Actually, wait, they don't they don't they don't sponsor the podcast, <laughs> so uh, they, they're not, they're not gonna free they're gonna send you plug. a bill. It's like, uh, yeah, uh, you, you were took- not allowed to say that on your pod. So I'll take a quick little uh, schwig. Yeah, so look, this look, is look. this is going to be the second time we've drunk on the podcast, which honestly we should do more. Oh, you, often. you guys can finish that we, one. I got, I got this one too. So we should we always get, be drunk on the podcast. To, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you. I do need to drive back later, so I'm just going to nurse it. Yeah. yeah. Sean's a fine driver. I'm a, fine a good drunk, drunk driver. driver. No, that's good. good. Listen, good. I grew up on the South yeah. Shore in Massachusetts, <laughs> Whitman, Massachusetts. Oh, you're never sober in there. Dude, no. listen, unless you have a car, you're just going to stay in your house and be bored because there's <laughs> right. nothing else you can do. Yeah, you so to... you have to learn how to drink and drive. Like, it's just <laughs> mandatory. You, do. you either listen. learn that or, or you just... Again, you're either going to get a DUI or you, you stay don't, home board. You don't drive drunk. You drive buzzed. There's a big difference. I call it the Harvard of drinking and driving. <laughs> <laughs> they're the they're the uh, yeah. elite posh people of drinking and driving, as mm. they would say. Um, so, so how many actually? How many people uh, comics are active in that scene uh, in Los Feliz and at the V spot? I would say roughly about thirty. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a good. sizable number. I was going to say, is it like a tight knit group too? Yeah. Like, yes. Well, it is because we're all, believe it or not, we're all really close. We're all really friendly with each other. There's like no beefs. It's like the perfect world. Oh, nice. World. That's fucking awesome. There is no that like, is awesome. we have a clique and there's another clique. It's yeah. like we're all a clique. God, we, so, need, we need more of that it is in really the nice. world. <laughs> it is really nice. Yeah. Like, imagine just being part of one clique. And yeah. like that's the only one that exists. And that is the like, dream. Like, it's nice. Instead of being part of seven different cliques at the same time, and then somebody beefs in the other one, and then you're like, well, I guess I have to hate these people now. Well, make, yeah, I mean, I feel like you, you all have to, yeah. because, you know, I mean, you know, not the best of word, but like you guys are literally the minority of the comedy yeah. community in terms of like the creative output you're putting. Yeah. On so like it's good that you all have each other backs rather than just being divided and being like oh and, no. and I have to say uh, Chano Garcia right now is the one that is doing all that stuff because he's actually starting out new uh, classes for stand up in Spanish really and we had a couple people that started doing it and they're, they're actually getting better like they're like the class is, is really good that it helps them mm-hmm. and people that are just never did stand up comedy in their life are doing shows now yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. so. It's just—it's crazy. Yeah, like you know how just, fast it's—it can it, be taught. It just takes and they off. Use... You know, everybody supports each other that way. And 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 yeah, and and it's amazing, dude. So he's pretty much building the new generations. Yeah, next generation of Spanish comics. And like I in said, New York. it's only one year. This is the first year that uh, that they've been doing it, and I believe it's going into the second year. So it's really nice to be part of something that is just starting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like being in like a startup company. Right, you know, no, yeah, it's always, you know it's going it's always to exciting blow to be, up. yeah, it's getting be into part the, of the, the ground floor is awesome. It's like you can see, well, help you can help it grow, you can watch it grow, and like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can have your own input, and you can put your own stamp on it too. Like, yeah, because it's a problem. So many places in New York, they're so well established at this point. Like, trying to get into the cellar is hard. Like, trying to get past there, you, you have a lot of steps to get there. 
But if a new like Eastville and the stand, the well, stand just reopened, but Eastville just opened last year. Mm-hmm. Like that's a new place to try and establish yourself in terms of clubs in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where do you like? Where do you hope uh, the Spanish scene is in like a year or three years or five years? Let's just say five years. Yeah, yeah five year. Five plan. years. I think murderers. <laughs> all of them murders. and i don't mean like actual murders like i like i mean I like so. microphone i actually uh, it'd be great it'd, it'd be funny like yeah i hope we all uh, go on a killing spree yeah. i hope we, yeah, i hope we do yeah, we're gonna set up a fucking plan like a yeah, uh, fight go- club style we kill everybody uh no i honestly i think uh everybody that's been that is working right now they have like the 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 uh, potential to be huge, like huge, huge stars. And they're all really funny in Spanish and English. And uh, the fact that they're, you know, doing it right now and they're really good at it, I, I think in, in five years they'll be incredible at it. So I think that the Spanish scene is definitely going to to grow and it can be as big as the one in LA or Mexico. Okay. So you think there'll be like more rooms opening up that'll do oh, like yeah. Spanish yeah, shows? Absolutely. Yeah, that'll yeah. Be, oh, yeah, that'd be just awesome. watching it grow. Uh, you were talking earlier, like you said you did a little pro wrestling. I did. Yeah, so I want to tell, tell our audience about that. I'm a pro, I don't think Peter's a fan, but I'm a pro wrestling fan. Oh, really? Yeah, you're talking about the Bullet Club and stuff. One of the guys you wrestled was in that. Yeah, Chase yeah. Owens. Chase Owens. Oh, my God. Chase yeah. Owens, yeah. Now, have you, uh, have you, do you still do that at all, or is that just... Uh, uh, no, not anymore. I think... quit a while back. Yeah, just had yeah, to retire. I hurt my knee twice. Mm, that would do it. But the, uh, did you find, like, you had a lot of chance to work on your comedic abilities with doing that, too? A little improving or... My biggest accomplishment in wrestling was when uh, I was in Tennessee, and I had my friend who was from Tennessee. Uh, and whenever I said something on the microphone, I would have him translate it <laughs> to the rednecks. Yeah, that's great. You know, that was, like, my thing. I assume you and were And it got heel. a lot of heat. A lot <laughs> of people hated me. <laughs> that's great. Um... Bobby Eaton introduced me to a girl once. Mm-hmm. That was like a career highlight for me. What uh, What was your name? Uh, what was oh, your... man. I'd rather not say. No, you can't say it? <laughs> you can't look it up? It's awful. I mean, no, you can look it up. It's just like it's so embarrassing now that I think about no, it. Come Back on. then I was like, this name's a shit. This name <laughs> is definitely like WWE status. You know? <laughs> but now when I think about it, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Ugh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, that's not the right it choice. It was... Um, Fuck it, I like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you drunk until you tell us eventually. It was uh, uh, Marco Corona. Marco Corona. Yeah. I like it. And, I like uh, that. Yeah. The, the only person that knows that right now is you guys, your listeners, and- uh, mm-hmm. Which there are a few. Marco Belli. Okay. All these, ru- <laughs> all these, all these Russians. Do you, uh, do you have a mask like Marco Belli? I did not. Okay. I tried Just, to put on a mask, yeah. and they're like, no. Now, what was- Because what was... I was younger. I was slimmer. I was a little more ripped, and I was, I was good looking. Now I'm like, now you know, it's like overweight. Uh, yeah, now it's now, like, that, that's gotta be a full body mask. <laughs> yeah, now it's gotta be a fucking so I body feel like, suit. Uh, I want to. I've always wanted to get into pro wrestling, but only as a manager. Mm-hmm. Where I've always wanted like represent like a really tiny like uh, flipper, mm-hmm. uh, not flipper, a uh, high flyer. Yeah, and just but like if the. The first time we introduced, everyone would think I'm the wrestler and he's the manager. Mm-hmm. And then we flip it as we're about to get to the stage. Like, no, you Boom. go, you go get him. That'd be. The, I always thought that would be a great pitch, of like me just being the talker and like some young big fucking dude, and then yeah. having a, like a little guy just be a high flyer and beat the shit out of some dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could work, man. Yeah, get a, just um, do a little. So, getting back on topic, <laughs> oh, <laughs> wrestling is a form of comedy. It was, yeah, that it was, is, that was really was fun. fun. I'm trying, that is I'm trying true. to expand our horizons, Peter. I was actually no, zoning was, out um, for that two minutes. Like, yeah, it was to very. Our next uh, guest. <laughs> it's it's very um 
It's very much. It's very. It parallels to comedy a lot. Yeah. Because right, right, right. Um, okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was a legit question. Sorry, I was. I was literally messaging our other guest who's going to be like waiting wow. for us at the land. Your, your yeah, Peter's guest is on right here. Yeah, no, and you're well, talking is what, about the future. <laughs> this yes, is, this is why we're disrespect. Yeah, this is yeah, I think it's time to put him in a show. More disrespecting <laughs> Sean than any, yeah, than no. you. Um, oh, I was like, like, I don't give a shit about Peter and I really don't like each other. No, we we're fine. We're fine for each other. Is this this Sean? Have you guys watched? Been... Have, have you seen the movie Marriage Story yet? <laughs> no, no, yet. Yeah, well, that's Peter and I right now. <laughs> before okay, before watch we it. recorded, Miguel asked, "Like, how long have you done the podcast for?" And I said, "Like, oh, we've been doing we've been doing thirty episodes." And the the way I delivered it sounded like how someone would describe how long they've been with a partner for. Yeah, my next question was like, <laughs> "So, do you guys say the L word yet?" Or uh... <laughs> love. <laughs> <laughs> like it felt like after I said like oh we've been doing thirty episodes I should have like held Sean's hand <laughs> yeah no we uh um yeah but sorry sorry for that um technically I've been doing thirty episodes Peter's only done twenty nine mm. oh yeah because I was absent for a while so they brought out a guest co-host in that episode was oh, okay. not great but <laughs> it was fine whoa 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 no, 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 I haven't that, heard it yet I was, but, I was pretty yeah. hungover for that one and I uh, we just did it because we had to do an episode they just that wanted week. to fill it oh, it, that's was called, good. it was actually called it was actually called the roast of Peter Clark Deutsch they roasted me in the beginning of the episode um, and it was funny because like that my some of my friends from high school like they decided to like finally listen to my podcast and like mm-hmm. the first episode they uh, listened to <laughs> was was that episode for whatever reason because they're like oh we want to listen to these guys roast them and then like they heard like them say like Peter looks you know something along the lines of like Peter looks like a date rapist and they were like you know because the thing is like as comedians like we we get the ball busting we we get like the whole dynamic they of should it. have said a woke but people, date but people, rapist my, yeah. my, my, my friends who were outside of that whole dynamic were just like oh my god why would they say that's so weird there's a thing you can say amongst comics and things you can say amongst real, regular people yeah and they just don't make sometimes I made that mistake once I went to a party in Cambridge with my girlfriend and uh, I saw this guy who had like perfect hair perfect look her sweater was like on like it was just perfect it was a perfect person and i don't remember how it started but i do remember mentioning to him that he looked like he chokes kittens in his basement he's <laughs> <laughs> like well i mean i do i mean no it's just no i do i uh and everybody's just like whoa dude like you don't even i'm like i i was scared and i was right. scared. Yeah, it's good on. looking like, no 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 it's, no, it's good looking that's all i'm saying like that's my way of saying hey man you look great right right non-comedians are not used to like the Dude, fucked up things. Yeah, the horrible shit say. we say to each other that it's Which just, is, we find like, funny. That's what I like so much about comedians is because like comedians, like there's like certain social boundaries that people are willing to let go <laughs> when you're around comedians. It's true, but it I, like this. Well, I like because like it's not it's not in a bad way. It's just like people are like more genuine. Right? Yeah. Whereas like if you're like meeting someone for the first time, there's usually social boundaries you put up and like yeah, you can't just go like right into yeah, like yeah. the stuff. But like, like when you. you you know, when you go to a mic, when you go to a show, like you know what to expect. Oh and, my like, god, yeah! It's so, it's so, it's so great because people are more the best selves. That's uh, I always say that's the best thing about comedy the uh, the uh, circle afterwards. Yeah, no. It's... When you go outside and you sit down, well, you don't sit down. You stand around in a circle and just kind of like shoot the shit. Like, there's with a reason comics. why everyone has a fucking smoking addiction in comedy because people go outside and smoke and talk. Yeah, and, like like I, I'm I I don't smoke regularly, but like if there's like a comic I want to talk to, I'm like. 
All right, time to go ruin my lungs. Yeah, I'll, I'll smoke. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? If you tell me David tells outside smoking cigarettes, well, so, you're not yeah, gonna go outside. So and much of smoke? it. Well, so much of comedy is the camaraderie of it. You know, just yeah. like grinding it out. It's like it's the best. It's some of the best parts of it too. Like, yeah, you, especially if you kill on a show and your friends all kill like that. that it just yeah. feel, it just feels good. Or just doing a show with your friends. I yeah. always like I you know like I did comedy in Boston for about seven years and yeah. then I moved here and I had so many friends like really good comics. Like, mm-hmm. like I know everybody's like, dude, my friend's like super funny. He's yeah. one of the great. Like, no, my friends were like really, really funny. And whenever we went on shows that like we had shows together, it was like, oh my god, this is so exciting because it was like I'm yeah. not, I don't even have to do my set. Hell yeah, I just have to Hell shoot the yeah. shit with my friends, then go on stage, shoot the shit with the crowd, and then I'm getting paid. Hell yeah, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah, I'm my, getting paid my to hang fondness. out with my friends, get fucking drunk for free, and do whatever, oh, and then yeah. drive home. Green room, green room memories are the best. Like green room banter is the best. Yeah. It's like my fondest memories from doing comedy at school with my stand-up club is like being backstage mm-hmm. of a show, and then like finally getting off stage, and then starting to drink, or like you know drinking before and after. I mm-hmm. always drink after, after. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's like getting off stage after me, like all right, time to drink with you guys. Yeah, no, I, I never go on stage with any drinks yeah. in me, but afterwards I will get oh, yeah, I will wow. get hammered. I, uh, hammered. Oh, I always get. I mean, I don't get toasted, but like I'll get like a nice buzz going, and then I'm like, all right, I'm good. Not always either, like, but most of the time. Reminds me of a saying from college: "Win, lose, we booze." You know, like, mm, yeah. Like, if I, if I if I if I killed, I want to have a, a drink in celebration, and if I bombed, I want to have a drink to remind myself of what the failure I am. Do you ever do any other drugs? Like, you ever do blow and then go on stage? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I'll smoke some pot. I, uh, uh-huh. I'm not. A, I haven't done. Uh, mom turned off the podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> mom hit the pause button. Mom, 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 <laughs> you literally <laughs> talked about drinking and driving before. <laughs> yeah, but they know that's. Mom, go check the um, whatever. No, nah, I, 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 I haven't done coke in like five years. Yeah, I liked it too much. Or it's mm-hmm. like you know, like, you know, and I like I'm a big guy, and I, my family has a whole history of just hard heart attacks. So mm-hmm. I'm like. Oh yeah, don't not, fuck. Not, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I wouldn't I'm not do too it either, with yeah. it, but like you know, I do recommend cocaine to anybody listening. That's not my mom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it doing it before a show no. or before you're out there hosting. That's no. like the worst. Drugs, all drugs and alcohol should be done after your show. I firmly mm. believe that. Maybe a beer or something beforehand, or like, a, or a little bit of pot, but mm. yeah, don't don't. Right. Or go out and do Molly. I've never seen me do a show in Molly. One time I did a show in a living room and. Some everybody was smoking weed, and I was like, "Well, they're smoking weed. Why can't I do coke?" So I had somebody prepare a line for me in a mirror, and then when I hit a punchline, people laugh, and he knew to come out. That was like his cue. So he came out, and I just put a straw in my nose, and I was like, "Ah!" And everybody's like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, oh, "That just I just fucking killed a child or something." I'm like, "I'm just doing blow. You guys are smoking God. weed. What's the big deal yeah. here?" God, you pussies. God, that was a cool party, man. Now you can somebody put this gun away, huh? Yeah, I was like, oh, boy, my next gun is going to be a fucking, I was going to shoot a gun, but you guess fucking That is, like, it. probably, like, the hardest thing I could ever, I've ever heard someone do on stage. Oh, like, really? just snort a line. It was, it was like a living room show. Yeah, so right, it wasn't, right, like, right. It wasn't like, like a lot riding on the line. I'd be more nervous to like, just, like, miss and, like, ah, oh, shit, it gets all over the carpet. sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Oh, it's on me. But I thought it was really cool because everybody's mm-hmm. still laughing. And then yeah. this guy comes out with a mirror and I just go, and it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We were just laughing a minute ago. And now we're fucking going insane because like you just did blow in front of all of us. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry. You didn't even offer to share, you, you dick. Yeah. yeah. Dude, somebody That's, did say that to me. They're like, <laughs> do you still have any more left? I'm like, no, it was just a, I was, I was going to say, oh, it's just a bed. But it really wasn't. I was like, no, I don't. It was just that 
line. Yeah. Sounded like you didn't read the room very well. No, <laughs> you I did didn't. not read the room no, well. I was not prepared for that. One. Uh, but Miguel, we got to wrap up. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're sure, wrapping up. Sure, sure. Former guest is going to wonder where the fuck we, we are. are. Our next guest yeah. is going to wonder where the fuck we are. But uh, well, last thing I want to ask you is uh, who in the Spanish scene do you should other think people is, come and yeah. check out and like yeah, look who's for? Like, who's Stewie. like Stewieville? She he's really funny. Laura Bolivar is uh, really really funny. Uh, I, I forgot this guy's name. Timo. Timo something, uh, he, but he does puns and he's really funny too. I mean, literally, I could I could go on on names because I believe they're all really really funny, very very talented, and I I honestly in five years I think they're all gonna be big 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 in the Spanish comedy scene and also English. So awesome. uh, that's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, yeah thank yeah. you. I'll keep an eye on all of them. Anybody yeah. in the no, Spanish we, scene? No, yeah, we'd really. actually really love to interview more yeah. comics from this scene because mm-hmm. I do yeah. find it very interesting, and I think it's very good for people to do comedy in a language they're comfortable with in a language yeah. where they can it's, really yeah, like I said, it's speak different. Heart. Yeah, it's yeah. different because you you are more uh, you can riff more. You you have more liberties mm-hmm. with what you say and people, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry so much about people understanding you. So yeah, yeah, or pronouncing words because yeah. everybody here yeah. is so anal yeah. about that. Well, like, you said this. Well, I'm I like it though because it just forces you to really examine your material too. Mm-hmm. If you're you're literally deliberately picking words for mm-hmm. whatever language you're doing in it, I think that's very very helpful. Yeah, yeah. So uh, on that note, I think we should wrap up this yeah. episode. Yes, thank you for tuning in to Two mm-hmm. Mike Minimum's first ever the drinking car cast. Drinking car <laughs> cast. Car was not on a cop. She can't arrest me. That yes. is true. That is a fact. Yep. And, yep. Uh, thank you guys for having me. No, real thank you. Yeah. Thank you, man. This was a ton of fun. Yeah, thank you for hopping the back of our car. Yeah, again, <laughs> I wasn't no going to go in the pass. I wasn't going to go in the passenger seat for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. We'll keep I've you seen th- good fellas. So, I know how this ends. Yeah. So yeah, people, our guests put a lot of trust they, in us. They too really do. Much trust Thankfully, in us. <laughs> we're two very friendly-looking white boys. Yeah, you guys are all wolves, so I had nothing to worry about. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're a wolf in sheep's clothing. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm, I'm a sheep. A I'm a sheep and I'm, a, and I'm a sheep in wolf's clothing. <laughs> right. right. Actually, and I'm just a disappointment to my parents. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miguel, where can people find you? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you can go on Instagram, type in uh, 90 Day Fiance. I won my podcast and uh, look us up. Give us a follow. And um, Joke Junkies Podcast, I believe, is our other Instagram handle. And uh, that's the show I do with my friends. But uh, yeah, so just Instagram. Perfect. Facebook. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for thank listening. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank guys. you, Miguel. And thank you, Luke, everyone, for listening to, to another, another episode, episode of Two Mike Minimum. This is our symbol. Did you guys yeah. just yeah. really yeah. 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 And that's yes, fucking awesome. I love it. All right. Bye, everyone. All right. Take care.